Hello again, Dwayne Brummett here with Ali Alvarigo, SchoolOwnerTalk.com. Ali, I, uh, great to be with you. I apologize, everyone, for my voice. I, I'm trying to get over this cold. Uh, started over the weekend, and uh, I was kind of down and out on, on Monday a little bit. Took some time to rest, and uh, which helped, uh, but I'm not back where I want to be yet. But I, I appreciate everybody being patient with me. And, and Ali, I know that you had a, a big weekend, as, as I did. How did it go? Yeah. Yeah, we had a great weekend. I did my New York Tournaments dot uh, com, our New York Tournaments web uh, um, competition circuit dinner for our uh, award recipients, all the winners, grand champions, and champions. And um, it was great. We had over three hundred and twenty some odd people there. It was just from anywhere from young kids to adults winning awards for their. 2015 competition year. It was just a great day. Dinner dancing and, um, you know, demonstrations. We had a martial arts school that did a lion dance. It's just very, very cool. That's awesome. Well, my weekend wasn't as extravagant, uh, but I did, I have, flew my instructor up here uh, for the weekend. I had um, uh, my head instructor, uh, Mr. Bean, he was, he's at, was at fourth degree, but he was testing for his fifth degree. Um, and then I had two third degrees that were testing for their fourth degree. So uh, Mr. Kent and Mr. Murtis were third degrees testing for their fourth degree. So Friday night, Saturday, and Sunday uh, were their testings. And uh, so it was a long weekend with that. But they all did great and, uh, uh, you know, passed their tests and, and what have you. So And they're all graduated to their next levels. And I got, you know, some time to sp- uh, spend with my instructor while he was in town because uh, I, you know, flew him in from Florida. So it was it was a wonderful weekend. Busy. That's awesome. Did you test it all or no? No, no, I'm not up for another four years. So, um, but uh, yeah, it was nice to, you know, have him with me to test them. It's wonderful when your instructor can see the caliber of the students that you are producing, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, no, of course. I mean, that's really what it's all about, isn't it? Right? It's, uh, you know, for us, you know, it's all about production and producing great students, you know, and that's really what I look at it now. You know, years ago was also, uh, for me, uh, you know, I wanted to produce, of course, you know, great fighters, you know, and, and, you know, people who are tough, and we still want to teach people self-defense, but when we look at, you know, different people, different kids, you know, different people that, uh, you know, with maybe um, abilities or disabilities, and then we see their progression, that's really a great thing. Yeah. Well, I know today... um, we, we wanted to talk a little bit about our election process uh, in the United States, and there's a reason why, because it, it really opens up the door, I think, for us school owners um, to take a step back and look at our business and ask ourselves, you know, the questions within our business that are important, like, do we really know or uh, understand what we're doing in certain aspects of our business or could it be done differently or better? And then the yeah. same thing, you know, with our own students. So not just the business end, but also the, the consumer end as well. And I, yeah, I, I well, find that, I mean, gosh, I'm 42 years old and <laughs> there are things about this whole election process that I never knew. I never understood. I mean, I didn't even know about caucus. I mean, I heard the word caucus and caucuses, but you know, here in Illinois, we go and, and, you know, we go and vote. It's not a caucus. Right. So I didn't really understand even what that whole thing was about. Right. Well, you know, let, you know? let's just let, let's let everyone know, too, like you and I, 
um, you know, we, we usually chat and we, we always talk about, you know, um, whether, you know, we're talking about who's winning and who's losing and, and you and I chat about uh, a lot of times you and I are educating each other on, um, you know, the way things are, votes are counted and the way delegates are, um, you know, uh, gathering, you know, their votes and how the, how the, um, candidates gather, you know, delegates, and it's different from the Democrats to the Republicans. And and like you said, I I'm I've never I've never really understood this. I've never even cared to understand it. In fact, you, you know, last time I voted was you know probably two vote cycles ago, and I voted for President Obama before that. You know, um, you know, I hadn't voted, and I really could care less. And anything political came on the news, I changed the channel. Um, I had no interest whatsoever. Now, for you know, the way our country is going, and the more taxes and money that I'm spending, I, I feel like, hey, I really wish there was some change in our in our world. So I've been really addicted to this upcoming election, and I'm learning so <laughs> much. You know, I, but but you too, right? Like we're learning things, that we're going like, wow, how come? How come I never learned that before? How come I don't know that? We don't agree, you know, with certain processes. We're like, this is ridiculous how they run it. They're running it like the 1800s still in certain places. Well, yeah, right? I think about it. Some some states are winner take all. Some states right. are the delegates are, are divided up. And you're right. It's like back when um, Lincoln was running where <laughs> – like that, yeah. I think about that with the caucuses, you know, they all get into one room and, and they run to one side or they run to the other uh, and, yeah. and then they try to count those people. Um, and that is just, I'm amazed. Although I will say that I, I do like the interaction that probably would be in that room, never been in a caucus room but, or at a, right. even at a caucus, but you know, right. people saying, no, 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 this is why I believe this. And no, this is why I choose this person and try to, you know, go back and forth and persuade people. Um, right. But it really is so, uh, for lack of a better term, stone-aged, I think. Uh, backwards. With, re <laughs> with regards to what we are able to do in this century. Right. And you know what's interesting, too, and, and I look at, and, you know, I know this is, I, I don't know, and I'm going to say it is, because I really sometimes feel like I have this distorted mind, the way my brain works, but I think most business owners think the same way, where everything that goes on in my life, it doesn't matter whether it's an interaction with a client, or it's an interaction with a friend, or I watch a TV show, I'm always going, hey, this is cool, I could use this in my business. And, you know, people look at me and go, this has nothing to do with this. Looking at a cooking show and chef gordon ramsay just cut shrimp and i'm like yeah but what he said was and then i go into the and now i have this whole spin-off on what i could be doing in my school because i think of everything from that entrepreneurial mindset right and uh, yeah. you know the the elections have taught me a lot about and and maybe we could talk about this and i think that'd be a great topic about like a, the communication network within our school because look you and i are adults you know i'm a 51 year old man how do i not know what's going on in my government and because i'm not really sure or i really didn't care or you know now that i'm interested i learned so much and now i'm educated and and i'm seeing that i don't like the processes and some of the ways things are done etc cetera, etc cetera. so sometimes we have to look at it and we have to go like wow are we shooting ourselves in the foot by being ignorant to um, whatever you know, whatever it is that's going on, and, and do we do that in our business? I mean, that's the real question. Well, and that's the applicable part right now, I believe, for this call is that we as school owners really need to take a look at our processes um, and how we're doing our business from the front end to the back end to the middle and everything. You know, are we 
treating our students the same way that our instructors treated us. I mean, if you were the, the type of school owner that came through, uh, you know, the, the 70s, early 80s, uh, sparring without sparring gear and, you know, having the escrima sticks hit you on the leg if you weren't uh, holding your stance correctly and you're still right. doing that. I'm not saying that there's not a segment of the population that would still be into that, but it's yeah. such a small just a, such a small segment now. And, and I, I, I use that extreme to hopefully prove a point um, that we really do need to take a look at what's happening on a daily basis inside of our business from info call to everything else and make sure that, you know, we have, number one, that we have processes to make things happen, but number two, that they're up to date and they're the most efficient way because we could do a whole bunch of work and never get anything done. And, right. and, you know, and I think sometimes we get in that trap where we do a whole bunch of work in our school. And at the end of that day, we look back at that day and go, man, I was extremely busy, but I got nothing done. Right, and we're right. just yeah. chasing our tail, you know, You're putting out fires. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Running around, right? Yeah. And yeah. so, uh, you know, I, I think that's one of the things that are one of the biggest things that I've learned from this election is that, man, I, I better make sure that, you know, not only do I need to know how my government works, but I better make sure that, you know, uh, that, that I need to know how my business works and can it, the way that it's running, is that the way it should be or should I, um, you know, change some things to make it more efficient? Um, right. What do you, what do you say? Well, I, I, I look at it that way, and here's how it, it's interesting and how your mind works, my mind works, and how and, – and I, and I bring this up. The illustration is important because everyone thinks differently, right? So um, I'm hearing in our conversation, like, yeah, that's true. Like, we, you know, we could look at how well we do the systems and how well we do this. But I'm also thinking, too, like, if, if I can be so ignorant in my life and survive in my life, you know, up until 51 years of age and not know really that much about, um, you know, the, the governmental process and still do well, um, there are people out there that could be what I, what I like to call um, obliviously ignorant, like meaning that, and I said this on a few of our calls, that they just don't know what they don't know. And, and we say this all the time, you don't know what you don't know. But what I really mean is, how would they know unless they knew what to look for? Like, in other words, like, um, you know, we're not mechanics. We get in our car, we start it up, and we just drive the car. Um, you know, if, if a mechanic who knows engines, he hears a little thing off, it's purring just the wrong way, it's making a little rattling sound, um, it may be a real quick indication to him that there's something majorly wrong, right? So because he knows what to look for, he's able to diagnose situations quite quickly. Um, so I look at that within my company and I say, like, yeah, maybe that's what you had just said about systemization. How are the systems working? How well are we doing? But I also look at it like, how well do we communicate to our clientele? When you said before, and I'm sorry if I'm taking too much of the conversation, but when you said before, um, you know, you, it's not like the old days where you hit someone with bamboo and you did this and did that. I look at it like if that's the school you want to be, there is a market out there for it. And you, could, you may not have 400 students, but you may have 150 insanely crazy students, right? But you could still run a business and do that if you know who you are and you know how to communicate to that marketplace, right? Right. Yeah, right, so, exactly. I mean, for but me, I, I so love what you brought up. 
Yeah, I was going to quickly say I love what you brought up about the communication to the students. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, that's exactly what it is. So, I mean, um, you know, for me, uh, like here's the thing. I, I don't know, right, if my daughter – has a uh, a flute player uh, that is you know that teaches her how to play flute, um, and they could have been Juilliard taught. Um, they could be world renowned, right? You know, they could be all these things, and we don't. Um, you, I don't know it, so how do I appreciate that? So I give you a perfect example. The other day I was on Twitter, as you know, Dwayne. I love the band Striper. They're an '80s metal band. For those of you out there, I'm a rocker. I love heavy metal, uh, commercial metal. So my favorite band is Striper. I'm on, I actually bought the guy's guitar um, as a Christmas present for myself, autographed. It's hanging on my office wall. Um, anyway, yesterday I see a tweet. Michael Sweet, the lead singer of Striper, is uh, selling T-shirts for his solo album. So under it, <laughs> there's a guy. He tweets Michael, Michael Sweet and says, 37 bucks is a little steep. Do you think you could give it to me for 25 and, and I was like, on the tweet, I wrote, this is the most hysterical thing I've ever seen. I actually tweeted this to Michael Sweet. I said, you know, ha, 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 they're actually trying to negotiate a better deal on the concert T-shirt with the lead singer of a world-renowned rock and roll band, right? It's like, it's like going to, I don't know, a, you know, a concert, and before you get in, you say, I'll give you 18 for the ticket instead of 15, and the band's going to go, all right, let them in. Like, you just don't do that, right? Because... I love. I paid twenty eight hundred dollars for the guitar, um, mostly for the autograph. I could really care. I got like eight guitars already, but I just wanted his autograph and a guitar that he played um, as as part of my collection. You know, so uh, it was funny to see, and that is lack of understanding, lack of education of what you really have. Uh, you know, years ago you couldn't even talk to these people. Now you're able to tweet them, and they'll tweet you back, right? But now this guy has that. He's comfortable, so he's trying to negotiate a better deal on a t-shirt with the guy who's the main man, right? It just made no right. sense to me. It's funny. So it's all about education. Yeah. Well, and you're right. That's where we need to make sure within our schools that we're creating that value and educating the clientele on the value that they actually have in the school. That's what is going to keep your students or, or one of the aspects that keeps your students the longevity uh, of them inside of your school is the perceived value and, and actual value too. I mean, the perceived value and the actual value have to be closely related. So don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that, you know, you're going to pull the wool over anybody's eyes and not give them value, just make them, you know, try to believe that it's there. That's not what I'm talking about. But, well, but, I, I, what you're saying though, Dwayne, is kind of hard to do because that how, that when something is built on a house of cards, it falls quite quickly. So you could pretend to be something that you're not, but people will discover it. But sometimes I know what you're saying. Uh, you know, you, you got to make sure that you're telling the truth about what you really offer. Sometimes people could lie about it and get away with it. Look at the election right nowadays, you know, what people say that isn't true. Um, but then go back to, you know, if you're real and you're true and you, and you say what you are, it's undeniable. However, most owners don't normally say or explain or educate. They believe people to know this stuff without, without telling them. Right. And it goes back to, I mean, the, the concept, and I don't know who coined this phrase. I, I, I probably want to say I want to heard it from John Graydon first. I don't know. But um, the whole black belt eyes. You know, we right. see things through the experiences that we've already had. And so, therefore, we 
have a misconception sometimes that the other individuals in our lives, such as right. could be spouse, kids, uh, instructors, uh, you know, other employees, students, whatever, will see it the same way. And they don't. Right. And how no. can they? No, no, you're right. I was just commenting. I said, you're right. Yeah, right. No, and so how can they see from that perspective? Because, you know, they've never been there. And so what we have to do is we have to strategically make sure that we explain those things that we want them to know about our school, about our lives, about ourselves, about even our instructors or whatever. That has to be strategically placed in the process of them becoming a student to actually being a student and then remaining a student um, right. because those are the, obviously the three areas. And so I, I think, you know, one of the things that I've, I've really learned from this election process is that I, I did not know what I didn't know with right. regards to the whole process of becoming the president of the United States. And I'm sure that there is more yet to learn uh, yeah. because every, every next super Tuesday that comes up, <laughs> yeah, um, there's always something new that I feel that I've learned. And so it is encouraging for me to then therefore look at my business and try to ask deeper and harder questions in order to expand my horizon in my own business. And it's only through those questions that when I start to boil things down, um, and that, that and you know I what? can if, actually if I, make myself. I can add in that one thing that you said is you didn't know what you didn't know, but one other caveat, or one other, I, I wouldn't be a caveat, but one other level to that is you don't care what you don't know sometimes, right? Like, so yeah, if you're yeah. not interested in the election, there are still people out there right now, and I'll say, oh, what about blah, 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 and they're like, I don't even pay attention to that. I could care less. And I'd be like, oh, okay. Like, you can't even have a conversation with them because they're totally ignorant, and I don't mean ignorant in a negative way. I use that word a lot, and people get offended, and that's why I use it, because it's a very powerful word, but it has a very negative connotation. Like, people, you say to someone you're ignorant, they'll, they'll want to punch you in the face, but when, you, when they realize right. the act of the word, the word ignorant just means that you don't know about that particular It's a lack topic. of knowledge. Exactly. It's a lack of ignorance. Of right. Yeah. Ignorance is lack of knowledge. Dumb is stupid on purpose. Exactly. So like I'd say, oh, you're ignorant to the election process, but they don't care because they have no interest whatsoever. Um, the beauty thing is here too, let's just, let's paint a quick picture before people get bored of the conversation because they may not care about what we're talking about when we're using references to uh, elections and caucuses and stuff like that. But here's the thing. When um, I, I have a, and maybe I could send this to you, Dwayne, you could put it up on the page, they could download it, but I wrote a, an article um, and I think it's called Did You Know or, um, you know, something like Were You Aware Of? I think it's called the Did You Know article. And I basically do this every few months or every six months, and I'll, I'll just lay it on my counter, and it'll say something like that, like this. Uh, did you know uh, Long Island and Jitsu Centers has been in business for almost 25 years? Did you know that Shion Ali has gone to Japan 17 times? And did you know that blah, blah, blah? Did you know that we include all our perfect attendance reward system? And we go through this list of things um, because we assume, as 
an owner that people join our school because they think we're special. When in reality, a lot of the clients joined our school because one, we're the first school they stumbled on, two, someone referred them to our program, or three, um, we're in the right place at the right time and we handed them a flyer or they, you know, they got an ad and they came in and joined. Sometimes, most of the time, 90% of the time, they're happy at our school and they like us. They're not out searching for other schools. So they, we assume that they know all the things that we do and they assume what we do is what everyone else does. That's a big point. Right. I want to let that pause of silence. They assume that what we do, everyone else does. And what I mean by that is they think that every school does perfect award, perfect attendance awards like my school does. They think that most of schools give out stickers at the end of every class to the kids that they could redeem for rewards at the end for prizes, etc. They think that, you know, most schools don't charge for testing um, and, and so on because they don't know any better, right? Because that's what, if, if I'm doing it, why isn't everyone else doing it? So when they're looking around... Um, you know, and they're, they're thinking about moving because they're upset with me for a little thing. They're not going, wow, I'm really lucky at this school because they do all of this for me and they go out of their way and, um, you know, and so on. What do you think about that? Well, that's absolutely true. I mean, I've had people that have moved away and they've wanted help to find a school where they uh, are moving to. And, and most of them, and this is um, I guess haughty for me to say that most of them have not found a school that matches right what you know and part of it is I will say uh, isn't us per se it's the experience that they had and you know how it is when you've had a good experience at one place it just never matches at another place it doesn't feel yeah. like home um, even if that other place is phenomenal it just isn't your first home and so I understand that that's part of it um, but the other part is that we did do a mighty good job um, in, in, in treating them, you know. So you're right. Our clientele, they don't know what they don't know. Then let's take it to another uh, avenue inside of our business is that our sometimes our instructors and staff don't know what they don't know, meaning they don't know the things that you've gone through or the experiences that you've had. And, and so you, you have to make sure that you strategically share that with them through their lesson plans when they're learning how to run their job and, and, and do their parts inside of the business. And, and so that right. has to be strategically put in there um, as well. I mean, you, 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 you have these, politicians out on the trail saying everything of the, their whole laundry list of things that they've done, their accomplishments, they're saying it over and over again. I mean, uh, I would venture to say that there's some people that's probably tired of hearing, you know, about their accomplishments over and over again, but why are they saying it? Because of, for the people that don't know about exactly. them. And so exactly. like we I'm, need to... Go ahead. Go I'm ahead. sorry. Go no, no, finish. No, I was just say we, we need to do the same, maybe not just as loud, but it has to be strategic. Right, but, and, and I was going to say, you know, I'm a big Trump fan. I, I, I'm not a problem admitting to it. Um, and, uh, you know, and I watch his speeches all the time, and his speeches are pretty much very similar. So, so like the reporters and the pundits, they go, oh, that's all he talks about is, you know, um, the building a wall and doing this, and all the sound bites are all over the Internet. However, every time he goes to a new stadium of 30,000, 20,000, 15,000 people, not every one of them are listening like you and I or like me to all of his things on YouTube and all of the news reports and so on. So he might be talking to that one person for the first time or those 
thousand people or five thousand people for the first time that haven't heard his message. So, you know, if we're constantly changing our program in our school, continuously changing what we do to make it fresh. And here's the thing: I build websites. You know, Elite Insights is my company, um, and I have people all the time. Like, I have a new program manager that just got hired by a client. And um, he's, he wants to renovate the entire site. He's like, you know, the site is, you know, it's been around. It's been the same for, you know, two years. You know, we got to change the photos. We got to change the chat. I'm like, dude, you don't have to change anything because the majority of people that are coming to this site are brand new. They have never seen, they're not going to the site and going, wow, that's an old picture. I don't think I'm going to join because they haven't updated the picture on the little kid page. You know, and it, it's just stagnant. No, they're seeing it for the first time going, wow, that's a cute little kid. I love it. Maybe my kid's going to be happy when he, you know, and, and they see it for the first time. So we don't have to constantly reinvent ourselves. We just constantly, you know, we keep it fresh for the people who have been with us for a while. But we don't have to reinvent the wheel all the time and change it because then we never get any stability on who we are. We, we're, always, we're always reinventing ourselves. We don't know who we are. We have no identity. Well, I look at these politicians in the way that when they go and do these rallies and these speeches and everything like that, um, of course they're the same. Because right. if I, when I go and I teach a group of Girl Scouts compared to the Boy Scouts, compared to, you know, my, my white belt class that, that just started their first week or whatever, I'm, I'm going to teach them all basically the same thing. They're going to get the same message from me. It all starts at the beginning. You know, so it's like, here, here's who I am. Here's what I do. I mean, I'm not saying that, but. What I'm saying is this, you know, I have a structured way of teaching them those principles and those concepts and, and relaying that to them uh, right. every single time so that it's not missed. And I've honed that down uh, very, very well throughout right. the years. You know, I mean, it wasn't something that I just did when we, were, when we first opened. It was something right. that I had to, over time, get scripted, get molded, get you know, chiseled down so that the, the, everything was being delivered strategically and nothing was being missed. Just like any good speaker does, they, right. they take their speech and they, and they make sure that they tell the people what they're going to tell them. Then they tell them and they tell them what they're going to, you know, they tell them what they told yeah. them. Yeah, exactly. And, and so why do, you know, we should not do anything different. And we have to right. do those same things in the communication with the parents, you know, not right. only with our students, but also with our instructors and other employees, we, we should get to a point, not that everything's scripted, but you can. That's the, that is what's the cool thing about our business is it can be created and structured in such a way that it could be franchised if you want to franchise it. Obviously, there are schools that have, you know, uh, organizations that have done that. So, you know, it can be, but you as an individual owner should be looking to do that. Not that you ever want to do it, but you do it because it allows you freedom in your business. Right. Well, you know, it's interesting. Isn't it amazing, though, that you and I, you know, like we have um, people that we coach, and, you know, sometimes school owners are caught in, or business owners, period, are caught in the trap, I like to call it, where they're looking for the next big, shiny, and we talk about this, the next big, bright, shiny object, and, um, and they want to know what it is that they could do to reinvigorate and, uh, you know, their school. When I say, let's, let's work on what we have. Like, make yourself stand out by your own qualities, not by inventing, reinventing, changing, adapting. But there's got to be something about you that is special. And, and if, you, if you don't have that and you're just, a, you know, a, a boilerplate school, 
find what you do well, you know, and, and, and I often ask, you know, I've done seminars and I say, what is your brand? And people will say, um, Taekwondo, Wing Chun, Kung Fu, <laughs> I go, no, that's not your brand. And then they say, well, my, my name of the school, you know, John's Hapkido. And I go, but that's not your brand. We have to help people discover who they are so that they can specialize it. I just had a meeting with my staff yesterday and I said, listen, guys, um, you know, we are so unique in many regards, right? We have so many good things about my style, ninjutsu. It's so different than everything else. If we could just brand that when a student comes in and show them why we're so different, so eclectic, so special, they're not going to want to go anywhere else because we're the only ones in our area, and I'm quite one of the only ones in the entire world that has the rank and level and, and the ability and my school. Um, so I could easily say that with confidence so then people would be proud to be a part of my school. Parents would love that they get all these things and go, wow, this is cool. So we have to find a way to communicate that. And that's the real communication thing that we have to work on um, within a school. Be able to with, communicate to your clients without bragging who you are um, and you know, let people know why you're so special. Right, yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, and, and I, it goes back to, um, you know, ho hopefully people already know this, but if you didn't, it goes to the, 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 the thing that we talked about before. You don't know what you don't know. That's why we have these conversations. That's why we want you to listen to these so that it sparks the, uh, the you know, brain fluid, <laughs> uh, you know, the, the electronic uh, impulses in your head to start thinking about, you know, who am I? Who really am I? What is it that I want my business to be and how do I want to make it work? And and I used to think I, – I guess I didn't understand that there was a – and this was years ago, probably a good 10, 10 years ago maybe, that there really was another level or multiple levels of thinking inside of your business. When I had um, other successful business owners that I would talk to and then they would ask me a question and I would be like, <clears throat> you know, why are you asking that question? You know, right. I can remember the first time I was asked uh, about my exit, exit strategy. And I'm like, well, what do you mean? I don't want to exit. Right. Well, no, but right. if you don't have an e e exit strategy, then you're not going to build your business to where it could be. You're just going to right. keep running it on a day-to-day -day basis, and you're never going to get anywhere. But if you have a goal or an end in mind, even if you never want to get rid of it or sell it, uh, you're, you're going – and so, like, I didn't understand that. And then there were so many other things – that I was able to, once I w was able to decide what that was for me, then I, there were so many other questions that I, I had to answer. And right. then it helped to grow my business, not only grow my business, but grow me and think more deeply about um, my business. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Uh, you know, you, and you I, I thought that these people were just, you know, so smart. And then they were, you know, some of these, uh, uh, business owners that would ask me these questions, and I just thought that, you know, okay, well, they're smarter than me. They just want to make me feel dumb or look dumb. Well, it, it did make me feel dumb, and it did make me look dumb, uh, And I, but that wasn't their intention, and they were smarter than me. That was the right. thing, and I'm like, dang, I, I, I was really missing the boat until I started asking myself the proper questions. Right, right. And, you know, and that's really a big thing is, again, it goes back to uh, you don't know what you don't know. And here's a quick thing, and, again, I'm going to throw out um, a part of my observation on last night. So Trump won um, three different 
things, right? And then he goes back and he does this speech, and um, and he does he does questions and answers at his like when he wins, he's answering questions and answers, and he's going, um, you know, look, I have my 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 water is out, my magazine is here, my steaks are there, my wines are here. Everyone can take a bottle and get a chance to see whoever's in the room enjoy. And then. Um, and then he goes on to explain, these are all the things that they've been doing negative ads attacking me, saying my magazine went out of business, my state company went out of business, my waters don't have, are not in existence. And then afterwards when the people review the candidates and, they, and you know, they're saying, oh, it, it was like a big infomercial for Trump. He was on the stage, it was quite pathetic, I can't believe he talked about his product. And I'm going, did I just see the same thing? Or maybe I'm mentally disturbed because I saw exactly what he was saying. He's going, they lied and they said these things are out of business. I'm showing you them and they're not. I'm not trying to sell Trump products. I'm not trying to sell my wine. I'm talking about these things that they made everyone else believe failed to, to discredit me. I'm showing you it's not true. So I saw it from a different point of view. However, now the people on the news, they're taking that negative spin and they're trying to say something else. So... It's really all about clarity, right? And, and again, we want, a, we want a parent to understand why, they, why they're so lucky to be in our school, why our program is so special. We want an adult to understand and feel and understand the bond and the camaraderie um, and educate them as to why they're going to feel a bond and why a bond is so important and why the camaraderie is so important. Because if they don't know it, they don't care about it, right? Right. right. Yeah, so, and that has to be done – that needs to be done strategically, and I and I throw that word out a lot, but and I it's not um, by accident that I throw it out a lot. Right, it is on purpose because and it's strategic uh, because you you need to you have to have a strategy in place behind it, otherwise you're not going to do it, or you do it sporadically and it doesn't right. get done. Um, right, not to the level that it could get done. So. Um, I don't know. I, it's interesting to see what's going to happen with this election process. And I guess, I, again, I go back to it only because I say that it's interesting to see what, what is going to what as you as a school and what your future is going to um, you going to hold. Are you going to go and, you know, pretend like it's, uh, uh, you know, the, the 19th century where they would, you know, stand in the in the rooms and yell back and forth and, you know, rather than just you know, pushing a button to elect somebody or what have you. Uh, I right. mean, are you going to continue to run your business the way that your instructor did? Now, I'm not saying that there aren't some good things that the way or he or she did it. There right. could be some mighty good things. But we really need to, you know, take a step back and look and start asking some questions within our business so that we can – uh, create the business of our of our dreams, and uh, and a lot of us, I believe, in the industry are just struggling day by day, month you know, week by week, month by month, in order to make ends meet. And we could really have a um, a very successful business. Um, yeah. And we're not doing it because we we don't ask ourselves the right questions. Right. And think about this too. You know, we we talk about USP, right? What, what is our USP, Dwayne? What do we call it? Are you right? Are you yeah, well, the yeah, unique strategic purpose. Yeah, and that's, you know, that's what I mentioned before where I said, you know, who are you? What is your unique strategic purpose? Why do you exist? Why or are someone going to – and, you know what, you could be like other things, but you could be 
great at what you do, so that will create people to want to come to you because you have a track record of success. You don't have to come up with some new brand of fusion food which mixes Thai, Italian, and Japanese all in one, um, but you could be that Japanese restaurant that just knows their niche, they have what they have, they do what they do, and they do it well. Customer service is through the roof. The results are when people leave, they're super happy. Now that's going to create a, a, a community to, to kind of surge around you, and you're going to have a very, you know, flourishing, thriving restaurant. Um, you know, and what is it about your school that does that? You know, and that's the important thing. What is it about your system, what you teach, how your methodology is, your mindset, and so on and so forth. Um, so think about the, you know, unique, unique strategic purpose. And then another thing that we talk about, too, is, our, you know, the GPS, right? Your growth performance systems. How do you get there? These are things that Dwayne, you and I share. Um, and we're about to, and I, you know, for a little selfish plug, uh, we're about to launch, you know, the taking it to the next level, you know, program uh, again, which people are just going to be blown away by. Um, but, yeah, you know, what is it with the, you know, what's your system that you're using to monetize and do well and understand? And, and grow without reinventing the wheel over and over again or without, you know, repeating the definition of insanity, doing the same thing <laughs> over and over and expecting different results, right? Right. So, so um, yeah, so I don't know. Uh, do you have anything else that you'd like to add to our call? Because it's a pretty powerful – I hope people listen below the surface a little bit more about what we're saying and why this call is so important. Yeah, I just with, – with, I guess in, uh, in closing – Number one, we're not telling you who to vote for. Right. What we wanted to do, hopefully, is kind of shine light on the fact that, boy, we didn't know what we didn't know in this whole election process and uh, translate that into your schools and find out what you don't know. So right. that way you're not blinded by something in your business and you can, you know, really make the school of your dreams, not only just for yourself and your family, but also everybody else that's involved because it's so much bigger than just you. Um, and then, hey, uh, if you're not involved in the election process, whether you want or you normally vote Republican or Democrat, you know, I think it's important that we you, we really get involved with that. And, I, and I'm not even pushing that. I'm just saying, man, uh, it's, a, it's a greater responsibility than I thought it was. Um, you know, ever before. And so I just wanted to throw that out. Please share this call with, uh, with any, any, everybody you'd like to. You can uh, go to schoolownertalk.com and you can, there's the share icons that are on there. Also, you can subscribe on iTunes. And then if you have an Android device, you can, of course, subscribe through uh, the schoolownertalk.com website. There are some uh, Android devices or an, uh, Android links that will, you know, hook up to your Android device as well. So, uh, Allie, thanks very much, and, and everybody have a great day. Share this information.